2: Hey guys, it's Patter here from today's episode. Just a little warning today's episode deals with a little bit of bone chicka, wow wow. So if you've got some smallies there or people not used to mature themes, you may want to just uh, wait until later. Maybe dim the lights, pour a nice little chablis, light a fire, kick your socks off or keep them on if that's your thing, and get ready for some of the finest love poetry you've ever heard. <laughs>
0: of studios in Dublin. Welcome to Motherfucklore, a podcast about words, Irish, Irish words and words from Ireland. I'm Dara O'Shea.
2: I'm Shun Lirin. And I'm Pallor Quivonik.
0: And you're all very welcome to today's episode. Sometimes people ask me what would be a nice book for someone who's who's getting back interested in Irish and you know then some people wonder is there a good novel to read or should they go with a graphic novel or something like that other short stories and some people don't want to read a kid's story but they want something with simple Irish or not what I found was something that worked very well for me I just happened to be very interested in poetry very, ah yeah very interested in poetry and I found that reading side by side translations I did it when I was reading Pablo Neruda and I found it was also handy with, some, when, with when I was getting back into Irish there's a wonderful poet you almost certainly have heard of called Newell Ní and, and in 1990 there a collection came out called Pharaoh's Daughter and this was side-by-side side, poetic translations of some of her, her work. And the translations were by some of the finest English-language poets mm-hmm. in Ireland. Shun, yes. uh, tell us more about Nuala.
1: Nuala uh, Rua. Uh, Nuala Rua is originally from Tipperary, but spent a lot of her youth in West Kerry in the Gaeltacht. so she speaks um, like somebody from West Kerry does. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, she's a member of Aisdana and she's I would probably say she's one of our most foremost poets maybe ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's handy that she's still alive and she's still creating and actually, amazingly, she was awarded a massive um, award this year, an international award. And it's the first time I think it was the first time for a woman to be uh, presented the award and also somebody in minority language. So it was kind of a dual win for Nuala. Um, oh, I'll tell you what it was now. I think she was presented in Estonia. Um, but, yeah, she's an amazing woman and the writing has if anything, got better and better over the years. And she's been um, a feminist icon, I think, for a lot of people in the literary circles for years and Mm -hmm. years and years.
2: Yeah, Nuala is is one of the most important cultural icons we have Mm -hmm. in the country, regardless of the language that she speaks. It's just the nature of what she speaks about. And as well as that, her openness to having her message translated. Mm -hmm. It just makes her that that vital, like B- Biddy Jenkinson has this little, this, this little knock into of, this little saying that she has where she says that she would prefer not to have her poems translated mm-hmm. from Irish in Ireland. She fi- she would find it personally insulting. Now she doesn't find it insulting that other poets do. Nuala takes a different approach and, and people have translated her poems. Like Pharaoh's Daughter you pointed out and we'll get a chance to have a look at that later on. Um, it's, it's poetic translations by, by some of the finest poets that Ireland has ever produced. She's had Frankie Sewell Uh, translate a lot of her poetry as well and Frank is a writer uh, and a poet himself so he's got that great background in in poetry as well And, and basically... While she has this incredible command of language and, and that kind of West Kerry, it's it's mellifluous the mm-hmm. way the poetry is. It's sort of, it, it flows. It's
1: very sensuous, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah, absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. She's definitely one of the most sensuously driven mm-hmm. poets in the Irish language ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and yeah, as, as Sheehan says, it's great that she's still creating and all that. but. You take that aside. When you translate that, you cannot possibly translate how someone from West Kerry speaking Irish sounds. You mm. can't translate that, but you can translate the sense of a poem. You can translate what she wants to say. You can translate the message, and and there's very interesting ways of doing that.
0: There certainly are. And obviously, she, when someone speaks English and Irish, and they choose to write in Irish, I do respect Billy Jenkins's position. Mm-hmm. And you, sometimes you think, when you've gone to the effort of writing in a particular language first isn't. Oh, I wonder how well does it get translated mm-hmm. so the fact that for a project like this to actually have a, almost a collaborative relationship with other poets writers rarely get to work with other people it's a it's a lonely road yeah it is a lonely road <laughs> <laughs> and
1: I think um, she's not, not all writers have podcasts you see <laughs> that's true that's very true um, the prize is called the Herbert Prize she was presented this year and it's a massive international prize but I think that the, the one thing that stands out for me with Nuala is how open she is about the female form. And I think that mm-hmm. comes through in The Pharaoh's Daughter and in other collections. And it's something that maybe um, the Irish language has given her a freedom to talk about yes. that maybe she wouldn't have had. And I'm not putting words in Nuala's mouth, that wouldn't dare. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like the language has given her a freedom and the way she talks about the body and in particular, the female body and sexuality and sensuality is quite amazing.
0: This is the big thing. When we were in school, and we had, well, we had been told famously, a translation of the of a court and mania mm. was uh, was banned in English, but was available in Irish. And the idea was that a kind of a a blind eye of sorts, or a was turned towards uh, sexual writing in Irish, or writing with a sexual with with, with, a, with a sexual topic mm-hmm. in in Irish was was done. That, and Nuala is especially famous for that, particularly her some of her poems poems about her husband.
1: Yeah, Duggan Leflef. I always remember that name. He was Turkish, wasn't he?
0: Yeah.
2: Um and really sexy if you believe the Yes, <laughs> Like
1: really. A big ride.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nach- she, couldn't, Moran.
0: she couldn't keep her paws <laughs> off him, it seems. <laughs> yeah. Good for them.
2: Good for it's them. Fantastic. But this just
0: uh, it's not chasing it's not, him not, around the Celtic <laughs>
2: <laughs> The uh, Up and down and <laughs> Yeah. Is that a metaphor? <laughs> <laughs> That's a pilgrimage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It certainly was. <laughs> it, it was a spiritual experience. <laughs> The, uh, writing about sex and sexuality and writing about sex and sexuality from the female position, even if it's heteronormative, from the female position, mm. just adds to the great corpus of Irish poetry because this is something that's been done even by male poets for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is it is not as shocking to, to read poetry about sort of... And it's not... The, the, this poetry isn't graphic. Yeah. It's, no, and it's beautiful. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and, and it's definitely not gratuitous. Mm. Uh, yeah. So... You know, you're just you're just adding to a great long list of poems. You mentioned Court and Vianija, mm. but even even uh, hundreds of years before Brian Merriman and Court of Vianija, the the idea uh, that it was that a poem would be written about a king at his uh, crowning or or in, mm-hmm. in, in enshrinement as king, and the poem would be written from the point of view of the land, embodied as a woman. Mm. Oh. So the poet would write about how... Uh, there's there's one example that I learned during my master's that sticks out. It's called Avrini Rourke Morohe Lan- Lanon. Uh, Brian O'Rourke, My Choice of Lovers. And they're talking about King Brian O'Rourke of the Breffni country, Cavan and Monaghan. Mm-hmm. And talking about how great a man he is and mm-hmm. how strong his arm is and how long his um, spear is. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and the poet would, would do this. And, I th- you know, when you, when you bear in mind that this is written by a male poet, it comes across as vaguely homoerotic. But... The idea a lot of scholars believe is that actually they're writing from the point of view of the land, which is a woman Mm. and it's a woman actively saying, I choose this man as my lover and I will enter into a, uh, you know, a sexual relationship with this with this king. So Nula writing about how much she loves to jump her husband's bones is basically <laughs> just an extension of a one thousand five hundred year old uh, literary tradition.
1: Yeah, because she was on on and Radio when she was presented that award, and Helen Ihe asked her about being a female writer and being a female poet and how she felt about it. And she said that she found the Irish langu- language landscape was more forgiving than the male. Mm-hmm. And she actually referenced that the word bon illa is in unthawing, whereas a female poet, that term didn't exist for a long time, according to her, in the in the English lexicography. So she feen- feels that the landscape was more favourable to women since the time of the thawing because that word actually existed in the lexicography. So
0: interesting mm.
2: yeah bonilla much much older than poetess yeah and much oh. nicer than yeah
0: poetess. and much better bonilla. than
1: female poet yeah. a bit weird
0: a i weird. had someone correct me for saying bon reen instead of just Rein, as in the idea that a king a monarch was gender neutral oh. and some lad <laughs> was Jesus. like and then he, he some he, lad so he, he replied to me and he was that the last kind of the last line of his tweet was be better or stop <laughs> <laughs> so, what a threat! Uh, so you know, we can't just talk about Nuala and her husband and the and him as a subject of her female gaze. Mm-hmm. That actually lets visiting. but we maybe look at um, one of these poems? Yeah. So we're going to look at Ghandh Deji. A
1: Ghandh as is far them too. earth. The lein Hida is the carawat. The scaf Fitaskal is the holly tree. Fisafashion the lebarfios toleirchte. The Vroge er me in the Gonis Nas, the Loveni crackin elite er the wish. The Hatta crumby ferke er fuerne ni Nihurnchid ein ruinel de Hurisch. Mar fuhu in an is and sluat a kirp, gan moachal, nu me woe. an vi alta. Kat more a vine is a augen in a varvro. The ruin lahan farshing is the hive ho slim le schnachte shade ernchleif. The grim. The vast shingle is the rawl, on route, to pleasure on. The crack in a tall is slim, lestilde, gemocht tuss velvet in the kniev, a sheer ar kurucht arigot luchre, nu magna hauen, generter free, go will suche far is banan. Marsin is the region, a su rinkelum and ocht, kegemarlum to gandhage the earth, Peter Narveen diewaldit, glaze and nish an in on it la ban eren, a villa is a lich and I'll read it in English.
0: Oh.
1: Nude. The long and short of it is I'd rather see you nude. Your silk shirt and natty tie, the brolly under your oxter, in a case of a rainy day, the three-piece seer sucker suit that is so incredibly trendy, your snazzy loafers and laddie da pair of gloves made from the skin of a doe. Then, to top it all, a crumbby hat set at a rakish angle. None of these add up to more than the icing on the cake. For unbeknownst to the rest of the world, behind the outward show lies a body unsurpassed for beauty, without so much as a wart or blemish, but the brilliant slink of a wild animal, a dream cat, say, on the prowl, leaving murder and mayhem in its wake. Your broad, sinewy shoulders and your flank smooth as a snow on a snowbank. Your back, your slender waist, and of course, the root that is the very seat of pleasure, the pleasure source. Your skin's so dark, my beloved, and soft as silk with a hint of velvet in its weft, smelling as it does of meadow sweet or water mead that has the power, or so it's said, to drive men and women mad. For that reason alone, if for no other, when you come with me to the dance tonight, though as much as I'd prefer to see you nude, it would probably be best for you to pull on your pants and vest rather than send half the women of Ireland totally round the bend. (laughs) That was a Paul Muldoon translation. I love it. Around the bend, I love that.
0: Yeah. There's, there's so many, uh, there's so many great words and th- there, and it's such a, it's such a, a like powerful description. And you yeah, really you get... can
1: actually imagine him in the hat and everything, and the th- <laughs> 3 pieces Maybe that's just me. <laughs>
2: I, I was imagining him without them, like Jesus.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> hmm. It it is it it look, it's a lovely it's 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 a beautiful picture of love and, and
1: intimacy. Physical
2: love mm-hmm. and intimacy, yeah. Which is which is a lovely, wonderful thing, yeah. like,
0: you know. It's there's the thing, it's it's a poem about someone about being in love and very attracted to someone you know very, very well. Exactly. Like it's not it's not like um it's not she's not whistling and I'm down, walking down the street and just yeah. work. Just I can't see to work. Nula
1: doing that, <laughs> whistling at somebody going down the street. No, I can see her whistling at him. He's like, "Please, Nula, not again." He's <laughs> yeah, <yeah, yeah>. spoken <laughs> about this. <laughs>
2: <And laughs> the <laughs> bus driver's going to make fun of me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there's uh, one one of the words in this poem has, has received a bit of attention recently, and it's a it's a word that maybe that doesn't exactly have an English language equivalent.
1: Father has a version of it in English.
2: Yeah, you're talking about the word kurult which yes which does have an english language it is it is weft or or aroma or musk
0: um, stank
2: but in this it's stank yeah <laughs> because look it, and what i love about the poem is that like it, her husband's nudity the, the the nude body is not just a visual experience mm. it's it's uh, it, it's it's a, it's a it's not just a visual experience it's a, it's a physical experience and it's also a Shall we say a nasal experience? <laughs> that there is uh there, there's, there's, there's an aroma. There's a perfume. There's a, there, you know, I, I know, I know the look of you. I know the feel of you. I know the taste of you. And I know the smell of you. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. and the, this idea of this, this, this smell of 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 you know your skin. The smell of your skin, soft as silk with a hint of velvet, and the smell is like is like meadow sweet or watermead, two flowers that have mm-hmm. have, have mystical. Powers like so Kurukht arrogant, the 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 um the the sort of that postcoital ecstatic smell mm-hmm. of your body that's like that's like a sweet smelling
0: wildflower. Yeah. It's beautiful. Like just, yeah, it's
1: fantastic. Yeah it is. Just love it. Yeah. More new eroticism.
0: Absolutely. So, Patter, do you have a, a, a while we're looking through this collection? Is there a, another one that got, that tickles your pickle?
2: Yeah, there's loads of there's loads of poems in this that I love. It is a great book. It's a great gift, and there's loads of these books about, If you go to the shop, Lower, our good friend Kathleen will look after. you. But there's plenty of these poetic collections. I have a lovely one at home. Lower, uh, Lauer and Jean Guala, the mm. the um, the book of Dispossession, and it's mm. a collection of, of modern and old Irish poems with. You know, side by side translations, which which are fantastic, and, uh, and translating poetry is um, it's it's a challenge yes. because you're always left with um, you're always left with uh, this this one. Con- See, I, I'm I'm speaking from experience. I've translated poetry. I used to live in Austria, mm. and I translated the works of a wonderful Austrian poet called Andrea Adel, who became the first female Austrian. To be inducted into the German version of mm-hmm. Iceland, which, which is called Valhalla, quite heroically, because um, of course
0: it is, because of yeah. course it because
2: the Germans. Um, but and- Andrea is a wonderful woman, a wonderful poet, and I translated her poetry when I was 19 and you know when you're a 19 year old man you think you can do absolutely anything so I just Mm. went and balls out translated it but I didn't realize at the time you need life experience to uh translate poetry don't you you do yeah yeah, and definitely and I know I do a better job of it now but anyway look it was a good enough job for publications it was grand I got paid I did it but um at the time I didn't realize it but I was constantly going through this choice, this dichotomy of choice. Do I translate the rhyme and the rhythm or do Mm -hmm. I translate the sense and the meaning and what do I do? And you have to choose based on what the poem is. You've got to read a poem, you've got to live inside a poem, you've got to understand what it is. So when Nuala writes this poem called An Iliacht or Poetry, Mm. um, you know, Tom McIntyre translates it into English and what you end up with is an exercise in how both languages, and as a direct consequence, the poetry of both languages are completely different, and how the Irish one is mellifluous and long and has alliteration and repetition and all that, whereas English poetry is uh, glottal, direct, mm. and kind of uh, almost heartless in in, in a beautiful mm-hmm. way. If mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'll, I'll read on um, an Iliad, and you'll, you'll even just get, even if you don't understand. The words in either language, you'll understand the difference mm-hmm. surely from the length of each poem. So, an Iliot le Núl an einin clippia hurling law er harshing the finogachum ní adda curas a no kang aige marúm créator in skioteach lóchlan luchlan the inche Níad gó a fáilach is tíog mo aghlan do Nogarhanshay skull, a hiole a javrov may, a stack a dear narvol. Dum sir, here sheer na play, arch gross dul dull, are of law no eha a, no cadás a donog a cule. A day heard and yallig, a dave they heerd and rain, in orgin of y the hooha crave. Neither corrimic shay no few can, visha ettleton nor gushi is her matin. O sclaim on a is her a dashing is And Tom McIntyre's version Poetry Almost spent, the little bird landed on my windowsill Don't know where from, don't know where gone A scantling, he nested, circumspect in my arms Got back his strength, began to sing I lost myself, lost day and night Followed the music, east of the moon and west of the sun And oh, red ripe the garden, oh when I awoke, he was gone. I open my window, I place on the sill, the bowl of water, the and grain. So where Nuala in the original Irish uses, like, why use one word when 40 will do? Yes. You know, Tom McIntyre says, well, English poetry is done slightly differently. It's a little bit more boom, boom, boom to the point. Mm. So you get this, Nuala says, mm. which translates as, a scantling. <laughs> yeah. Which is just it's just a study in in linguistics mm-hmm. it's a study in language and it's yeah. and it's it's McIntyre in this sense saying well I'm going to go for the meaning I'm going to go for the meaning
1: lo- every time. I'd love, to, I'd love to be there when they're discussing how people are translating it and nula going Oh that's very short. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, uh-huh. it's, yeah, it's
0: like the English version scant. there. Yeah,
2: you are very scant. You're, Tom, you've been paid by the word. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> it is brutally succinct but at the same time there's a, there's an additional layer of meaning there in that it, they're using um, kind of you're saying like the Scandinavian loan words in both contexts?
2: Yeah, well, th- that's it. Like, because, um, you know, Craterine Sgeatthiha o Créacha was how she describes this bird that lands on her windowsill, which is a, uh, you know, a skimpy little creature from the shores of Scandinavia. Mm. Uh, Viking land. Exactly, from O Créacha from the Viking lands. And McIntyre says well i can just I can just use the word scantling, which has that Nordic sound to it mm. Mm. and means a a scrawny little bird, so it's um it's interesting. And it's, it's a question of, of, of word selection, word choice. And, mm-hmm. and like in, in Irish, we use like if we wanted to say generous in Irish, we say we say flahool. And if mm-hmm. we want to say really generous, I say feel flahul," which means generous, generous, mm-hmm. which use synonyms, banging more synonyms. And it's it's, you know, emphatic synonym use. And, and you know, Peg, for example, was famous mm-hmm. for that three word alliterative yeah. run where she'd say the same thing three times for emphasis and that there's no direct English translation for that. So, so McIntyre does Mm. is, well, what's poetry? Uh, Let's just strip it bare. Let's Mm. let's just get the fancy bits off this and just strip it right down to the bare bones of a poem and give you, I present you a poem by Newlin Egonel translated Mm. by Tom McIntyre. And it's, uh, it's one way of doing it. The other way of doing it, of course, is to try and match it syllable for syllable, Mm. rhyme for rhyme but i think i think yeah. you lose you lose something in that essence as well like so you lose something either, you lose something you? either way yeah. and what's it going to be and i think McIntyre's is taking the road of least resistance and at least it gives it a definitive sort of style of
0: its own yeah. this isn't like translating africa by toto for t- uh, for Clos de Lurgan where you have to match musical <laughs> <not>? rhythm well,
2: <laughs> well that's it like da 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 you do like and to be fair like when you translate a pop song into irish if anything it's even more difficult
0: to Yeah,
1: and sometimes those translations are pretty awful, let's <laughs> well, sometimes, be honest. sometimes they're terrible. They're grating.
0: <laughs> I know.
1: I get why they're important. I do get yeah, they're important, but like some of them, not for me. Hmm.
2: But I suppose the question is like, do you really, do you need to convey what Avicii actually meant <laughs> in that sense? Or do you just, Give me something in two, four time with a beat so we can sing exactly. it.
0: Like. Well, Derek, Mary Magin, scale Gal McCree. To do, run, the run, run, to do, run, run. run, the do, run, 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 run. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you look at the, with, if you look at the original To Do Run Run song, it, it's, um, it, it presented some very bad gender norms, which were... <laughs> I didn't even corrected. know there was an English. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody That's told me that like his name was Bill. To do, run, run, run. <laughs> yeah, his name was Bill. Yeah, my heart stood still. <laughs> I don't know the English name. Anyway. <laughs> Sometimes people uh, um, get in touch and ask me, you know, to translate winter is coming or may the force be mm-hmm. with you so they can get a big tattoo on their back. And I always say, you know, you always
2: say I'm a catagum, do get
0: I actually don't, you know, because like um, I actually don't know What to do say is, you know, if you really want an Irish language tattoo, I suggest some pre-existing Irish text. Some, Absolutely. A, 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 a beautiful it's expression. One
1: of those things when you're an Irish speaker yeah. that you often get asked oh, about tattoos. And I would I not hold that, tra- tattoo that, for me. that responsibility. Just yeah, listen,
2: so. do the grown up mature thing. And get squealamok and bubbling tattooed <laughs> across your back.
0: Back. Would well, it not make more sense <laughs> somewhere else?
1: <laughs> oh, I d I don't know how many is... words you can fit on yours. <laughs> Nula would love this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but there is one line which I thought was yeah, make a fine candidate for a tattoo or for an inscription or ring, which is from Ul Nugnish. The line is Tommy <laughs> Kalchisekiel Oh, we're oh, lost in the same beautiful. mist. Yeah. This is a beautiful expression for maybe people who are in love who haven't even met each other yet or who are going through the same thing, or people who think they're alone but they don't realise their partners next to them. It's just exquisite. And that's beautiful. Nice. me, I love it. But there's um there's so much good stuff here. I think we might have time for one more before we uh, wrap up. And
1: Nula has one line, I can't remember the name of the poem, but the first line of it is Damanta about women like you're, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't and there's just something about that word dominta,
0: dominta. like we are
1: done it doesn't matter but she's there for us you know she's just oh, she's amazing
0: yeah she's she absolutely
2: is. the the Irish literary treasure mm-hmm. of her generation and potentially any other
0: yeah. and did you know in the film how to <coughs> cheat the leaving cert she has a cameo role when she does the Irish oral
2: she does the Irish oral oh. lit- oh, yeah. I haven't seen the movie
0: uh, See? no one has I was an extranet <laughs> 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 no one has <laughs> <laughs> well, no one has it lately, it got a bit of nush, right, you it initially came out. Mm. This one is interesting because the translation, is a word, um, Longley uses the word, uh, little white petticoats, I think, and mm. she says Tony and bon.
2: Yes, so this is Obad, uh, and, and Obad is a a love poem inspired by the morning. Shakespeare wrote an Obad, and Philip Larkin wrote an Obad, and Luna Lee Ronald gives us the following Obad. Mm-hmm. Is koma lesh an vagin, ka derin Er and the cog and egg brien is ag green, er ha, er portig, er ag ag a gachin snakreen, a loge Er Her mardle glasses now have got toastaluch, a bon and her keenish gig gubbinis Er some bowl portic, her rillo gig shul go Is common lichen green cadera nairinchi? Si. Er na tyha brica, er inoga de glinna snitche, is e i e gearnoga er na sahi bach e olafu a jenna fe'r hordyn Er lanunia oge go hiun as eg fawn e gwblola eg Er rúcht de glisconoch in a ior er lilias erosina, e'r roshne, er dychwylia. Ac ni comolingol yn e'r is Gagafer glachal pe rud a hiohi lao nyo antli? Gagafer a gus crumishis a reish? Is pisi buga bralsunt or seal a gluhuli heele er home egen? Kunger federlen orlani ishka ole, os baudi briste, inundadas a musse, ni kumaline. And Michael Longley has translated it as, Oh, bad. It's all the same to morning what it dawns on. On the bickering of jackdaws in leafy trees, on that dandy from the wetlands, the green mallard's stylish glissando among reeds, on the moorhen whose white petticoat flickers around the bog hole, on the oyster catcher on tiptoe at low tide. It's all the same to the sun what it rises on, on the windows in houses in Georgian squares, on bees swarming to blitz suburban gardens, on young couples yawning in unison before they do it again on dew like sweat or tears, on lilies and roses, on your bare shoulders. But it isn't all the same to us that night time runs out, that we must make do with today's happenings and stoop and somehow glue together the silly little shards of our lives so that our children can drink water from broken bowls, not from cupped hands. It isn't the same at all. And there's a couple of you mentioned one choice earlier on there, Derek. That uh, Longley says uh, the moorhen whose white petticoat flickers around the bog hole, whereas Nola strips strips the uh, the the, the <laughs> Kirkinishka's uh, petticoat <laughs> off and says erhonin bon on Ishka, e a gubanis on the little white arse of <clears> the moorhen. <more throat> great word, <laughs> Tonyin <laughs> bon. Yeah, mm, and, fantastic. Uh, and there's a um, th- there's a uh, like there's, there's a little in the second stanza, Longley says, on yo-, You know, as the sun rises, on young couples yawning in unison before they do it again. Mm. Whereas Nuala's talking about, Lon na Oiga Fos, Eg main it go hewn. Still yawning in tune with one another is found a goop unto, and the desire to couple again arising between them. Oh. So there's a double meaning there that, mm. you know, they're not talking about like, just like yawning in unison before they do it again. Mm. She's saying, no, no, there, there's something physically needs to happen before we do arising. it again. Exactly. <laughs> and arising must happen after yeah. you've finished yawning, my love. <laughs> and then, and then the, the the biggest sort of Difficulty in translating this is that in Irish it's very difficult to say you care about mm. something.
1: Exactly, I love that. that it's really, really easy. It, it. Yeah,
2: it's really, really easy to say. You know, I, I don't care. Like yeah. is because is cumalishin wadin, is green. You know, the sun doesn't care. The morning doesn't care. But and it's we one of those things do. if
1: you're not an Irish speaker that people find quite difficult to understand. Yeah. That it it yeah. nearly sounds backwards. Exactly. Lum is lum is I don't care exactly. Whereas
2: so when, when Nuala says yeah. uh, ach ne mm. yeah.
1: it's
2: not. But we care. Mm. It's it's. But we don't not care. Mm. And and there's a very very subtle and important difference there. Now Longley tries his best to translate this by by saying like it's all the same to the morning, it's all the same to the sun, but it isn't all the same to us. It,
1: all the all the same sounds a little bit um, throwaway. Yeah, whereas exactly. New has more depth. There's a lot of depth to iscoma. iskumilum iskumilum
2: iskumilum iskumilum. is I've thought about it and I don't mm, care. Yeah,
0: mm. <laughs> <laughs> you used to great effect recently by Nick Exactly.
2: No. It's come along so we ain't guardy. There you go. I've thought about the pigs and I don't care about the pigs.
1: <laughs> or the pays.
0: <laughs> so and that, that, that brings us from Nuala right up to the very present day and she's as urgent as ever and as wonderful as ever and a goddamn national treasure.
1: Oh, she's a treasure. She is. And what I do love about her as well is she hasn't softened. Mm. At all. That um, interview she did with Radio Nogaiasdagta, we might tweet it out from the account. Oh, yes. It was as tough going as it ever was when Helen e. Hay asked her about, you know, kind of gender politics when it comes to literature. She gave it both barrels. She just said, you know what? you got to fight. And that's, what she said, if you don't fight for what you believe in, you don't get.
2: Yeah, one mm. thing One thing we do well in the Irish language is we keep our poets poor enough so they still care. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't ever let our poets get rich enough to become conservative Beobacht. about anything. Beobacht. Beobacht agus troodhoc agus
0: mm.
1: Just the way I like them.
0: Yeah, there's no disappointing Morrisseys in the Irish language. That's it, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> there's no millionaires in the we Irish language. we have none language. of that. kneecap <laughs> <laughs> cap can attest to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, and if you are interested in getting your hands on the collection that we we've, uh, we've been discussing tonight, it's called *Ferrow's Daughter* yep. by Nuala O'Conor, and it's published by. It's
2: published by Gallery Books, and uh, it is, uh, I presume, available from Gallery Books's uh, website. But certainly, you can pick up that and many other collections of Nuala O'Conor's poetry in the shop at our That's number four Harcourt Street in the uh, the bottom floor of Connemara
0: building. Great stuff. So, um, in the meantime, it's a slon from me.
1: I guess slon so wemsha. <laughs> slon wemsha.
0: Slon wemsha. Catch you next time. <laughs>
2: Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode of Mother at the Irish Four podcast and a proud production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. You might be interested to check out some of the other podcasts on our network. Part of the Headstuff family, there's Juvenalia, No Encore, The Alison Spittle Show, Reviewables, Our Sexual History, Personality Bingo with Tom Warren, and so much more to choose from. Available at headstuff.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And speaking of where you get your podcasts, you can leave us a rating, you can leave us a review, you can leave us some comments on that. And that really, really helps. Give us a share. Tell your friends about Mother Folklore and all the other podcasts. You can reach out to us. Uh, you can send us an email to motherfolklore at headstuff.org. You can tweet us at the Irish Four or at Mother Folklore, or get any of the contributors on our individual Twitter accounts. Mother Folklore comes out every Friday. There'll be there'll be a new episode every week. Thanks to Kirsten Shield for the amazing artwork and to Brian on production and uh, Derek and the gang will be back with you on Chat and Chahugan.
0: This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.
2: I mean, like, fair play to him. Uh, I have to say, as far as extremists go, he's one of my favourites.